2: It's 9.30 in 7.16. Now after a week of having the bug that's ailing a lot of folks across Buffalo and Western New York, it was great to end the week with a visit from Jill on Money, who thinks in threes.
0: And the big three is always paying down debt, credit card debt, an auto loan, student loans, establishing an emergency reserve fund which is six to 12 months of your living expenses. And people hate that advice because it seems really awful and hard, but you're so happy when you have that if something bad were to occur in your life. And the third is to start using some sort of retirement vehicle. And that can be your 401k at work, It can be an IRA, it could be a Roth
2: IRA. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. Jill was at our Buffalo Means Business event at Riverworks Thursday night. She has a new book out, The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money. You should check it out. Even if you're really smart, you might be surprised at some of the stuff Jill points out. I was a rideshare driver and took her for that mandated Niagara Falls visit before she spent hours talking with a lot of you at the networking event. It was fun. Afterwards, it was off to the Swanee House for some buffalo wings. You know, I live in New York City, and
0: one of the beautiful aspects of New York City is you can pretty much get whatever you want whenever you want.
2: Then, long before dawn, we shared some Tim Hortons coffee in the wee hours of the morning before her 6 a.m. studio visit with Susan and Brian. And the wisdom, it just flowed. And
0: uh, so I would say that my splurge is we often, and more often than I should actually admit to, order in sushi and sashimi from a fancy restaurant And, like, when most people order in, it's like, you know, it's a pizza or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I literally looked at the bill and I'm like, I just spent $135 on, like, sushi. That's just stupid, right? (laughs) However, it is delicious. And I feel sort of virtuous because I'm like, well, I'm eating well. And I
3: was going to say, it's healthy. It
0: seems it, unless you happen to get a little bit of um, hepatitis. But, you know, besides that, (laughs) um, overlooking that. So my splurge always as a New Yorker is eating in ex- not even expensive, but like everything is more food expensive. Related. Right. It's fo- it's always food related. Okay. Otherwise, you know, I grew up in a family where, you know, we didn't um, – my, my parents didn't curtail spending for any specific thing. But the thing that they always would overspend on was anything that was about convenience. So my father would spend way more money on – getting a car to go to the airport like he hated driving to the airport he hated sitting in traffic so he's like i will the whole reason i have money in my life is that i could have a car service and this is before uber so that was like the extravagance for my parents was whatever makes our lives easier is what we'll spend money on as opposed to buying a fancy car or a fancy piece of jewelry
3: hey that's a way a lot of people live today the, yeah for that convenience factor yeah, for, absolutely for so there
1: it is there's my splurge uh. Okay. All right. We all have it. It's okay to have one thing. What's like yours? That, right? Mine, um, if you ask my wife, she would tell you like t shirts, like concert t shirts and stuff like that. That, you know, I just, or, or, you know, you spend so much time browsing online, you see, oh, that's a good one. Oh, put that in the bag. Like, Apple what's Pay, your most so prized t shirt? I, I don't really have, see, so that's the problem. I don't really have a oh, one real a, prize. No. They're all just kind of there. I like them all. I wear like three out of 300. And, uh, <laughs> you know,
3: <laughs> that's funny. You know, the other thing is. Tomorrow is National Record Day. Do you know what that is? No. I mean, like
0: a, like a record LP? Vinyl record. Yeah.
3: Awesome. Do you have records? Uh, you know, this is
0: a shameful fact. I had about 200 albums for a long, long time. And at some point, uh, my friend said, you know, like, why are you keeping these? And then I just gave them away. Mm. What was your first album? That you bought yourself. You know
3: what? It might have been like Elton John.
0: Uh you know, that's very classic, right? My I, I think my sister's first was Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Oh yeah. Mine was Fleetwood Mac Rumors.
3: Okay.
1: Brian. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> yeah, it was Fleetwood. No, it was not no, it Fleetwood was Mac. Remember, I was um, it was a while before I personally bought one myself because I would just get fed stuff from people in my family. You know, they give giving oh, okay. CDs and, you know, here's that, that, that. If we're talking like an actual your,
0: record. Yes, your purchase. It
1: would be like a vinyl record. It's something totally new. I bought um, the Wilco record when they had their self-titled one from like 10 years ago. Okay. And but it, it's it all comes around, right? Because my record isn't going to be something from the 90s. No one made a record until mm. 10 okay. years ago all when right. they finally I don't know how came out. You sit back. here
0: every day and faced with your own mortality <laughs> looking know. at that young face. I'm reminded about. I just it can't every day. believe it. It makes me sick. Yeah. Really.
3: Well, I do have to put up with it, but. Yeah. <laughs> he's
0: okay. awfully cute he's turning beet red <laughs> theater of the mind ladies and gentlemen yes. Brian is turning beet yes. red BMaz is turning bright <laughs> red easily, right now no, easily very often. that's good I <laughs> can <laughs> do <laughs> that I know I can <laughs> do you. that
1: okay so um, we talk about splurge purchasing and my uh, my big thing with that is like alright you know if I have an extra few dollars I, mean, I, I can afford to do something nice every once in a even if it's you know fleeting or whatever the moment's uh, gone i have always wondered what you know real financial experts think about like this new wave of doing you know quote unquote smart things with your money. These investment apps, like the um, Roundup apps, like yep. I, I think Acorns yep. is one Acorns of them. Acorns is
0: one. There's one called Swoop, which is um, they they don't round they don't really round up. They take extra money you save from coupons and throw it into an account okay. and. Um, I think that anything that gets you more in touch with your money is a good thing. However, um, you know, I get concerned. I, I get a lot of emails from millennials who would say I want to start using Robin Hood because it's you know free trading and it's great and I'll sort of say well okay well that's interesting it's good to learn about that tell me about yourself how much student loan debt do you have oh I have forty two thousand dollars of student loan <laughs> oh. debt and so what I I think it's great and it's interesting I also want people to be very clear about addressing the what I call the big three and the big three is always paying down debt credit card debt and auto loan student loans establishing an emergency reserve fund which is six to 12 months of your living expenses. And people hate that advice because it seems really awful and hard, but you're so happy when you have that if something bad were to occur in your life. And the third is to start using some sort of retirement vehicle. And that can be your 401k at work. It can be an IRA. It could be a Roth IRA. Those are your big three. And before you start trading Mm -hmm. and before you start rounding up and leveling off and all these things, you got to address those pieces. And to me, those are core concepts that are really not sexy but any app that would help you achieve those 3 I'm all for
3: Kind of, you brought us back to reality. Sorry. That was no, really no, brought that was, right down to earth. I think you kind of needed buzzkill to, to do that. It's
1: a, it's a lot. I think for some people, they look at, you know, okay, well, this is this debt. It's going to be with me for a while. It's so big. It's going to take me, you know, forever to chop it down. But, you know, what's something I can do immediately? You know, they want the quick fix.
0: Well, this is the quintessential issue when it comes to financial choices, okay? And this is why I wrote the book, because – the Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money, 13 Ways to Right Your Financial Wrongs. See how I just plugged myself? There it's very go. embarrassing. Slipping shameless, Shameless. Good. Because we are emotional, right? We are – our, our, our emotions of fear and greed, they really do play a big part of this. But we also, as human beings, have evolved, and we have certain biases that really always creep in. And one of the biases that occurs is that We are drawn to the bright, shiny object, the short-term thing, and it's hard to focus on the long-term. So a great example is I got a, a young man who called the radio show and said to me that he's 26 years old and he has... Uh, fit, he he le- a year ago had said he had fifty five thousand dollars in student loan debt outstanding. he Has got a good job. He works in New York City. He makes ninety thousand dollars a year. So he's going to pay it down. So what he's doing is, the, I said, well, what's the minimum payment? And he said two hundred eighty five dollars a month. And I and I said, what are you paying? He goes, well, I pay about you know three fifty, but sometimes I don't. Well, I don't always pay it. <laughs> I said, what's the outstanding balance a year later? He goes, it's five hundred dollars higher than it was a year ago because I'm only making, he's not making enough of a dent. This is the the problem when you think about these issues. And that is you. what you want to do is he says, oh, I, I want to go have fun. I'm young. I'm excited. I want to go play. I want to whatever. I want to even trade. But what he should be doing is saying, okay, I have $1,000 a month that I really can put down on this loan. We actually went through it. He could find $1,000 a month. I said, That's what you have to do. That's how your loan will be gone in less than 10 years.
3: Yeah, you got to get your head above water.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so, but isn't it hard to focus on that longer term mm-hmm. thing? Oh, yeah. And so, anyone who's carrying that kind of debt, the way you really try to make a dent in it is to pay way more than the minimum. And that really requires some discipline, it requires that you know how much you spend today where you're spending, and then say, hey, I don't want to necessarily order in you know, sushi for more than $100 a, in a week, and then redeploy that money to get that debt
3: eradicated. Yeah, Jill Schlesinger from Jill on Money in our studio this morning here at WBEN. Great to have her because she was at the Buffalo Means Business event last night signing new copies of her book for lots of our listeners who came out, and we thank everybody. Also, check out our Photo gallery this morning at wbem.com. Oh, you should check. Are there that out some too. embarrassing things. That no, I not like? at all. All right, not at all. I took a
0: lot of photos last. <laughs> you night. did. I hope I smiled. I think you did. And oh, good. And like just every one of them. So, hey, you know,
3: what's up with this plastic bag ban? Why
0: is everyone up in arms about
3: this? All right. So, the state is going to have yes. a plastic bag ban right. starting next year. Right. Counties can now opt in and have a five cent fee for paper bags. Some counties are deciding. Others have already said no. And so you've already been through this. Yeah,
0: because um, I have a house in Suffolk County, New York. So this is like the east end of the middle of Long Island to the east end in Long Island. And we went through this and everyone went bananas when it went. I mean, literally, people were going crazy about this and the people writing into the paper. So I get it because you know why? Because we're human beings. We don't love to change. So let's start there. I get it. Before you write in nasty things, just so understand, I get it. But, you know, I think it's probably three years since that went into effect. Guess what? I go to the grocery store and people bring their bags with them and they've changed their behaviors. It's really fascinating and nobody really is talking about it anymore. So I think this just may be a case where, you know, People are bummed out. They don't like to shift their their habits. But it's like the same thing with money. Once you get into the habit of doing these things, it becomes so much easier. Right now, I go to work and I throw a – because I'm always – you know, New York, we, we walked a ton, right? So in the city. So we I always just throw one of those bags, like one of those reusable bags in my pocketbook or in my backpack or whatever. I always have a bag and everybody is sort of adjusted their behavior accordingly. So it becomes second nature. Yeah, really. It's not – promise you, as much as you hate it, it's so not a big deal.
1: And there are stores that, you know, do that, have been doing that for years anyway, that people shop at and don't really seem to mind not having those bags available. Don't
0: you? I, listen... I mean, there is always that moment where you're like, do I, I I used to hoard plastic bags because I used to like Mm -hmm. to like, you know, use them and reuse them and use them as liners. And then you're like, well, you know what? I don't really need this. It's okay.
3: Okay. You have dogs, right?
0: Uh Uh-huh. But I buy, but you know, here's the problem. First of all, everyone is in your face in New York City. So if you use one of those bags that's not biodegradable in the park people come after you really? so now yeah they, so that you know we so don't Ryan and
3: I are hoarding these bags right now because yeah
0: well you know we used to have it uh, for the poop right yes. they're great poop bags <laughs> and like when you get your newspaper I don't know if you guys have newspaper delivery in plastic bags but in the city we most people don't have that because it gets dropped in front of their apartment door so you always did hoard the shopping the the bags from the from the grocery store I just go for the biodegradable poop bags. I just don't want to have like a big conversation with someone in the park who yells at me. For
1: I that. just I would love to meet whoever is coming after you for using a non biodegradable poop bag. Oh please, in the- <laughs> you
0: know we have crazy people. Uh, also, by the way, this is a great little dog story because I'm so. How am I dressed now? I'm dressed for radio, yeah. right? Not last night. I was dressed for TV sure. and personal dressed for appearance, even yeah right? So. Um, So when I'm walking my dogs in the park, I dress, you know, like dog walking. So a woman came up to me. That was probably a couple months ago. And she said, did I see you on television this morning? And I said, yeah. She goes, you don't look anything like that. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> that's funny
1: well you know when uh when we're about to clean up after the dog you know typically <laughs> anyway
0: just embrace the change and you know like anything else i promise you're going to get used to it and you know what it's actually part of the reason why i love what's happening in financial technology you brought up acorns before mm-hmm. but like all of these apps that help you manage your money it's so much easier you know back in the stone age when i was a personal financial planner I used to have to say to people write down what you spend your money on save your receipts put it in a box dah, dah. and now, now it's I've got an app and I track yeah. where my money goes and it's very informative you may do nothing with that information you may be like hey you know what this is great I know where my money's going and you can stop doing that but I will say that it really does help it, figuring out where the money goes is really helpful in managing your financial Oh, life.
3: yeah. Especially, you know, tracking those splurge purchases.
0: Or even the little ones, I would say that I, I my line Coffee. item. Well, I would say that CVS is the dark hole. Like any, any um, pharmacy, like where you go in and you're like, oh, you know what? I just need a uh, Tylenol. And then you come out and you're like, how did I spend fifty bucks? Ten dollars
1: for
2: one right. Tylenol.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> like how did you, how did that happen? You know, and that's it's, easy. it's exactly.
2: So remember the book is The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money. And her show, Jill on Money, airs Saturday afternoons at four on WBEN. And she's always with Susan and Brian Monday mornings at six fifty A. M. Thanks, Jill. That's nine thirty in seven one six. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo.
1: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month
2: with eligible trade-in when you switch.